Yeah, so we are in the series of running on empty through the hustle, through the bustles of life as we head into Christmas season. And, you know, before I get into my message, I actually want you to watch this video that's about to come up. So why don't you turn your eyes to the screen? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't you love any dog, dog lovers in the house tonight? Yeah. Well, the reason why I played you that video is because the title of my message is Laugh Through the Chaos. Laugh. Have a good laugh. Laugh through the chaos. Do you know how many dog fail or just animal fail videos there are on YouTube that can make you laugh? There was one that I saw that went for five days. Five days of just this, like someone's just spent time on the internet collating all these videos that go literally it's the longest video on YouTube apparently but um yeah I want to talk through laugh through the chaos you know that God the Bible says that God has given us life and life to the full and you know I want to talk in tonight you you really need to listen to the messages that have already been preached on this um topic um they've been amazing pastor John preached on this having a sabbath this, this morning and um we had our merge speakers last week but you know tonight I, act, I really want to talk into like when you're in the moments like when you're in the work day like when you're in the middle of school and you've got assignments and pressures coming on you when you're at work like wherever you are in the moment what you can do um to to help you from feeling overwhelmed, from feeling bogged down. And I'm going to read the scripture. This is our key scripture tonight. It's James 1, verse 2, and it says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. <laughs> consider an opportunity for great joy. You know, my sister was telling me this story that um, a friend of hers, Nana, a friend's Nana um, thought, you know, the word lol, like stands for laugh out loud, lol. She thought it meant lots of love. And so, I know, isn't that nice, Nana? But um, she, unfortunately, someone posted, don't you love Nanas on Facebook? They're just the best because they love to comment on things, <laughs> multiple things, and um, I love it. But um, someone posted like, oh, my cat's just died or something quite sad. And here's the Nana who's just commented, lol, <laughs> underneath it, <laughs> lol. And um, this like friend of my sister had to explain to her, Nana, um, lol means laugh out loud, not, it doesn't actually mean lots of love and you know when I read this scripture I'm a bit like God do you know what the word joy means because um, <laughs> like when trials come the message version of this scripture says when you're under the pressure so it's like when you're having those weeks where you're like I've got this due I'm out every night I've got no time in the day none, nothing on my to-do list is done um, and I just got a flat tire and God's there going lol like consider it joy like consider this a joyous occasion some versions say consider this a sheer gift that you are under the pressure that you are under the pump that you're feeling overwhelmed and so tonight you know this scripture tells me that um it is possible through the through the crazy seasons when we're feeling the pressure when we're under the stress that we can hold on to joy that we can experience joy and honestly, I thought Dan has been reading my scripture notes because he literally said one of my points, but he didn't. <laughs> you haven't been reading my love talk? No. <laughs> he didn't. So, 
<laughs> it's the Holy Spirit, because maybe someone here tonight needs to hear it twice, that joy is different to happiness, because happiness can be a reality thing, depends on our realities. Joy is an inner thing. The word joy means an inner gladness, a calm delight, a deep-seated pleasure. You know, even when we've got our realities are chaotic, we've got things happening everywhere, we can hold this inner joy, this inner gladness, this deep inner sense of pleasure. How cool is that? In Nehemiah 8 verse 10, it says, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You know what that tells me is that joy is a strength, which means if we lose our joy, we're weak. We don't have the strength that joy has. And so I just think it is the enemy's plan just to do the opposite of what that scripture, the first scripture I said, that God comes to give us life. The enemy comes so that we would live a life of not life, a non-fun life, and come and steal and rob our joy. And, you know, if we let go of our joy, it's like we accept the opposite, which is sadness, it's heaviness, it's depression, and it can make, it's going to make you weary or make you weak. And when you've got all these things coming at you, when you're busy and under the pressure, like that's not what you want to have. You don't want to be weak. You don't want to be quick to um, be sad. You want to hold on to joy. And so tonight we're going to talk about this, um, you know, holding on to joy through, through it all. How do we do it? And like I said before, I want, um, I want to talk about just some things that I try to do, I remind myself to do when I'm like in the moment, when I'm in the, the work week. Because who knows, like you can wake up, go for a walk on the beach and you're like, oh yes, I've got a big day today, but I'm feeling good. And then you get into the motion of the day and you're like, oh my goodness, like nothing's going right. Nothing, I didn't expect this to happen. I've got all these things on my list to do and I haven't even got to any of them. You know, it happens. So I want to talk about what to do in those, you can do on the daily basis. You can just get into it. And you know, there's multiple things you can do. But tonight I just want to talk about two things, which is thankfulness and praise thankfulness and praise. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, it says, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. How cool is that? Always be thankful in all circumstances. You know, um, Dan also touched on this when we got engaged almost three years ago. Um, so we got engaged, and at the same time, we took on youth. Um, we were doing junior high, but then we took on junior high and senior high. And we were working extra do jobs. Dan shared he took on a another job, and um, we were saving, and we were trying to plan this wedding. We were trying to, you know, find a place to live and all that jazz. And I would say that was busy. That was a very busy, full season. And I was very much, like, feeling the pressure and I got to a point where I was like blaming, I was complaining, I was complaining. And I was complaining that I was like, 
I'm engaged. Like, this should be the happiest season of my life, you know? Like, this should be, you know, my, my dreams come true. I'm getting married. Like, I should be so excited. But instead, I was so bogged down with everything that I was trying to do that I started complaining. And I was complaining like, oh, if only we, like, got engaged and married and then we became youth pastors. Like, it's all happening at once. Or, like, maybe we were youth pastors and then we got engaged and we had all this time. Because I, I wanted to, I originally, was like, I'm going to have a DIY wedding where I make everything. I'm a sewer. So I was like, I'm going to make my wedding, my bridesmaid dress, everything. And we got, we had seven months to plan this wedding. And anyway, so I started complaining. And one day I was like praying and complaining to God, as we do. Um, And I just like felt God say, you're complaining about something you've been praying for. And I just got reminded that actually it was always my dream to one day become the youth pastor. And it was obviously always my dream to get married. And here I was, God's answered my prayers, and here I was complaining about it. And I was like, oh my goodness, I completely... And like it wasn't God or youth pastoring or being engaged that was robbing me of my joy. It was my own complaining, my own attitude, and not seeing actually this is an awesome season. I've got to be grateful. And so that's, that's one thing that will try and rob you of your joy is complaining, is whining. is And it happens. Like we get bogged down. And we're like, oh, such and such has let us down. So now I've got to pick up their work or whatever it is. Um, but if we can maintain thankfulness, this scripture, be thankful in all circumstance. Every day we've got something to be thankful for. You know, maybe the thing that is is busy is you feel like it's draining you it's making you run on empty is actually something that God has given you it's a gift it's a blessing like I often think like if I complain about work I'm reminded like no God you you've given me this job to produce wealth for me and my family like I'm thankful like I know it's busy I know I'm feeling overwhelmed but I am thankful and that will help keep joy in your hearts keep Keeping thankful, yeah, will keep inner gladness and keep you buoyant and happy and it will be good. So, um, oh, I just want to add to that, that, you know, um, you like can come to church and if you're here for the first time tonight, welcome. And, um, but once you start coming to church a bit, you know, you give your heart to God and then after a while, or some people, you're just straight in, and you're like, I'm going to give my whole life to God, like my calling, my purpose, everything. And I just want to say, you know, when we do that, God doesn't say, here's a nice, calm, enjoyable life. You'll never run on empty. It will be breezy. No, God's got a wild race for you to run. And um, it is, you are going to have those busy seasons, those under the pressure seasons. And um, yeah, I want to remind you that if you're here and you, you're like me and you're maybe complaining about something that you ask God to call you to do, is to remember that God doesn't call you to do something that's going to crush you, um, but to something that will be fun, fulfilling. Um, it might look too much from the outside, but that's where God comes in and he helps and he keeps you going. So just remain thankful. So God. It's a wild but fun adventure. (laughs) All right. So my next point is praise. Praise, praise, praise. You know, praise is magnifying God. Literally, that word, putting a magnifying glass on God. And praise is so powerful. Praise is reminding Jesus of who he is to you, but it also reminds yourself who Jesus is. You know, praise makes God so much bigger 
and our circumstances around us so much smaller. I can't tell you the amount of days where maybe I get a bit flustered, a bit nervous, or um, again, feeling overwhelmed that I just remind myself, no, God, you are bigger than this. Like, and you're with me. And um, Isaiah 61 verse three, it says, put on the garment of praise instead of heaviness. How cool is that? And I know the life, like the world we're living in, a time poor world, wants things done quick, it, there can be a sense of heaviness that comes with that, like stress and anxiety and just even the feeling of like I'm not reaching um, what I'm supposed to, like I'm not doing well. Um, maybe, you know, you're in uni and you've got exams coming up, you're finishing up for the year and you're just like, I don't have time to do the best that I should. And there can be a real sense of heaviness that can weigh down when we're feeling overwhelmed. But this says that if we put on the garment of praise, it exchanges all of those anxieties, all of that heaviness that comes, all of the doubt that we can feel, all of the insecurities we can put ourselves down with when we're in the busyness. God, if we put on the garment of praise instead of heaviness, um, you know, you don't have to wait till Sunday to praise God. <laughs> like the worship and praise is amazing here, but um, you don't have to wait till Sunday. You don't even have to learn an instrument. You don't have to be like Ivan and be have the anointing of worship on you. You can do this um, every day. In fact, in Psalms 119, it says, I will praise you seven times a day. Praise God throughout the day. This is so powerful and something that I love to do. It's even worth like putting something on your computer at work or something in your car just to remind yourself of how good God is. And um, I will often just do this, like I said before, just a moment just to be like, okay, God, this is happening. And it's not being naive to what's around you. It's not like that. Like Pastor John preached an amazing message about reading your gauges. Um, you need to listen to that and then take this message with wisdom because it's not about it being like, oh, I'm so tired, but oh, just keep praising. No, it's not about being naive, but it's just in those moments, just take a small moment, even to release yourself from a class or a meeting, to go to the toilet and be like, God, I don't understand this class. Like, help me. And just remind yourself, God, you you are the author and creator. Lord, you created this earth. You hold me in your right hand. You are with me. You are for me. And that will just lift the heaviness off you. It is good. Just, In fact, actually, yeah, come on, 30 seconds. Let's just clap and give God a shout of praise here tonight. Thank you, Jesus. That Lord, you're good. You're here with us tonight, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Come on, God is good. There is something you can praise Him about. Something, find something. If you get lost, the book of Psalms is awesome. You can just open up the book of Psalms when you don't have words to say. Just, just speak out of Scripture. Find something to say. You know, um, this is awesome because I feel like if we can maintain joy in everything we do, that other people will notice it. I just really felt as I was preparing this message that um, people, like joy will take you further than others. And um, when people want to just throw in the towel or just say, this is too much, I give up, this is too hard, like the pressure's got to me. But we're a person that has joy in us, even while we're juggling all these things, that we'll go further. If we go back to James 1, verses 2 to 4, I'm going to read the, the what I read before, but then continue on the next scriptures, because it says, Dear brothers and sisters, 
When troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So basically, don't give up. Basically, when times get hard, just push through and maintain joy. Be grateful and praise because in you will develop something much greater, like endurance, like patience. And I just, I just felt like tonight, um, as I was praying before we got here, I was like, I just, like, it got Im- impressed on my heart to say that I do really think that this is a key for our, for you guys, for us as children of God, that we would go into our workplaces, into our schools, into uni, wherever we go. And if we can maintain joy, which I think what will come with that is that you won't, like the scripture says, you won't give up, you'll push through and you'll maintain just maintain peace. You, you'll laugh often. You will um, create atmospheres around you. And I feel like it will be a draw card for people to look and go, how, like you never seem to have a bad day. Like you always seem to be happy. You always seem to be on top. And um, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you keep going, going, going strong when I, everyone else is falling apart? And you'll be, that'll be our moment to be like, oh, I've got joy in me. It's from Jesus. <laughs> you should come to church. You know, that will be our moment. <laughs> but yeah, I want to say that, that if we don't give up, joy, keeping joy on the days that are rough, on the weeks, the months, maybe even, keeping grateful, keeping praise, it will take you further. So I want you to answer a few questions. Not out loud. You can write them down if you want, Dan. Note taker. <laughs> as soon as I said that, his head went down. <laughs> no, I, you can just think about them. I want you to reflect tonight and ask yourself, what level is your joy at the moment? If you had to give it a number, what would it be? Don't answer out loud. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, just ask yourself. If you had to ask what level of joy is, what level is your joy at the moment? Your inner gladness. You know, when you're alone, when you're driving, what's your inner joy like? When things are pressing on you, when you've got many things to juggle, what is your inner joy like? And this might help you. How easy is it for you to laugh? Like that script, um, not scripture, that video we watched before. Did you laugh out loud? Could you audibly laugh? What is your, what is, how easy is it for you to laugh out loud? You know, I'll tell you, this is kind of funny, but I don't know, take it as it is. Because obviously um, we're we're youth pastors, so we're here in the office. And um, often this happens to me. And again, I'm not sure if this is a good thing or not, but um, someone will say, oh, this happened on Sunday, like it was really bad or whatever or something. And my initial response is laughter. I don't know why, I just kind of, sometimes I hear something so overwhelmingly like, what? That I just laugh. What's that like for you? Is it straight away, oh my goodness, anxiety, stress, like no, not one more thing. Or can you laugh at it? Can you make a joke at inappropriate times? <laughs> Can you? <laughs> no, how's your joy level going? <laughs> of course, take this with wisdom. Don't go writing lol on people's sad things on Facebook like this dear Nana did. 
So my next question, when you're under the pressure, you're in the chaos, are you able to hold on joy or do you become worried, stressed and weary? Really, what is the default you go to? Is it stress? Is it worry? Are you instantly tired at the thought of doing multiple things? Or are you grateful? Are you able to praise your way through it? Laugh your way through the chaos? And how is your praise and thankfulness going? What are the voices in your head? Is the language in your mind complaining? Or is it gratefulness and praise? Like me, when we were engaged, every second thought in my head was, oh, if only we weren't doing this. And then it had to turn into, God, I'm so grateful this is happening. I'm so grateful you've given this to. What is the language in your head? If I can get the keyboardist to come up now, that'd be awesome. Yes, praise and thankfulness. I praise God seven times a day. Praise God just in your head at your workplace. Choose things to be grateful for. Maybe this is something you need to work on. Um, I know like Kiki K and places like that have these awesome like daily journals that you can, if you're into this sort of thing, but you can go and you can write down, they give you spaces, three things you're grateful for and you write that down and then you go back the next year and do the same thing. Maybe that's something you need to start doing. Three things you're grateful for. Maybe you need to learn scriptures to praise God with or just start using your own words. Find things. Remind yourself how awesome God is. Let you use your own voice to tell him. And you know, even though circumstances around us might still be chaotic, we can just have this inner strength, this joy that we will just not be crumbled by it. We'll just cruise on through it the best we can but maintaining joy in our hearts. And you know, tonight I just felt, you know, there's some people here and you're listening to this message about joy. <laughs> and if you're honest with yourself, when you reflect on how your inner joy is, you would say, well, I can't remember the last time I felt really joyful. Like maybe like life has been tough and it is sometimes. And if you're honest with yourself, you're like, how can I be joyful? Like I just... I've been hurt or brokenness has gotten in or whatever it is and you're honest with yourself and you just felt I don't have that inner joy and maybe you know um, you can seem happy on the outside that's the thing about happiness it's external mostly and um, no one would guess it because you're just happy you're bubbly but if you're honest with yourself through the day-to-day life you you don't have that inner joy that we're talking about tonight. And you know, it ultimately comes from God. This is a joy that comes from God. You know, when I was Googling like what the word means, joy, the only, most of the top um, websites that came up were all Christian because this is a God thing. This is different to what the world says happiness is. This ultimately comes from God. And it comes from us knowing Him first. One, so you can praise Him. If you haven't met Jesus yet, then it will be hard for you to praise Him. But um, it just comes from us knowing Him, knowing that He loves us, 
knowing that he's with us, more than just knowing, but feeling it on the inside, like we feel joy, feeling it bubbling up on the inside. And you know, life just has its ups and downs. Many things will try and come and steal that away from you. And ultimately living a life away from Jesus and doing what you know the Bible calls sin, it will um, rob you of that joy instantly. The, de- that, the devil will just jump on that and take that away from you. And what's awesome about coming into the house of God is that each week we get an opportunity to ask Jesus to come into our hearts. Each opportunity, we, are, we have an opportunity. Each week we have an opportunity to come and ask Jesus to forgive us. And, you know, joy isn't something you earn. You don't get it through just coming here multiple times. No, it's just simply a prayer of asking Jesus to come into your heart and boom, he gives it to you. And so tonight, I just want to ask, you know, there might be people here tonight and you've actually, you've been in church before, but you've walked away. And when I said that, you wouldn't know if you had joy on the inside of you and you've lost it. Maybe you remember a time you had it, but you've lost it. Tonight, I'm going to ask you to reconnect with Jesus here tonight. Just We're just going to say a simple prayer in our seats. It's very, you know, it's personal between you and God. And maybe you're here tonight and you, it might be your first time, you've been brought by a friend or whatever reason that you're here tonight, but you know that you don't, you've never asked Jesus into your heart before and you haven't experienced what we're talking about, this joy. I also want you to take part in this moment. So if we can all close our eyes right now. I ask you just to close your eyes just so you can have a private moment between you and God. You know, I believe here tonight that God's speaking to people. You might have, um, just as I was sharing, asking Jesus into your heart for to receive his joy, his love, to know him in a real way. And maybe here tonight your heart is pounding. You can just feel this urgency like, oh, that's you, that's you. In a moment, while every eye is closed, I'm actually going to ask you to raise your hand. And I'll ask you to raise your hand for the reason that it just shows that you are responding to what God's saying to you. It gives you a physical action that you want to say this prayer for either the first time or to reconnect with him. So just while every eye's closed, if that's you, you've got that feeling on the inside of you that you need to do this. You need to ask Jesus whether afresh or for the first time. I want you just to raise your hand right now. No one's looking around. And just respond if you feel like that's you here tonight. I feel like God's speaking to someone here tonight. I don't want you to miss this opportunity. So I'll just wait. If that's you, raise your hand in this moment. Awesome. Well, what we might do is we're going to say this prayer anyway. We simply just pray and ask God to come into our heart. And, you know, maybe you didn't want to put your hands up for whatever reason. But if, if that was you, I don't want you to miss this opportunity. So we're all going to say it together. So everyone close your eyes. Repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you into my heart to be with me. I'm sorry for everything I've done wrong. I ask you forgive me. I thank you for Jesus, for dying on the cross, for my sins, so that I'm forgiven, I'm going to heaven, 
and I'm in relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. I want to leave you guys with this one scripture. Well, actually, before I do, if you didn't raise your hand for whatever reason, that's totally fine. But if you did feel like, yes, I just, I meant that. I said that for the first time of reconnecting because I really feel there's someone here and you did. I just want you to come see me, come see any of the team, the pastoral team, anyone who looks like they know anything about this place. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, just come see, come see me. We'll, we'll all be hanging afterwards, so it's totally fine. But I want to leave you guys with this one scripture. It's in Proverbs 31, 25, and it says, She slash he is clothed with strength and dignity, and he slash she laughs without fear of the future. Laugh without fear of the future. Laugh through the chaos. And I know we're heading into Christmas season. The year is wrapping up like quicker than we'd probably all want to. <laughs> it's crazy. But laugh without fear of the Christmas season. Come on, God's with you. You can maintain joy and, faith and praise and thankfulness. Is that cool? Actually, let me just pray for you. Everyone close your eyes. Father God, I thank you so much for this amazing group of people that we get to call church family. And God, I just thank you, Lord, that you're going to help us in this, Father. That, Lord, we will not be overwhelmed or crumble under the pressures of life over the busyness. But, God, we will rise above it and we will go further than we ever thought would, we possibly could. And, God, I pray you help us with this. Help us to be grateful and, thank, and say thank you in every season of life, in all circumstances, and help us continually magnify you, Jesus, lift you up higher in everything we do. In Jesus' mighty name, we all said, amen. amen. Awesome. Thank you, church. I'll hand it back to Dan.